Not a matter of if, but when, crisis will rock your world. I'm Rashini Rajkumar, crisis strategist, licensed attorney, and host of The Crisis Files. In each case file, we explore a real-world crisis. My crisis squad and I try to find solutions. Sometimes we bring in a savvy insider to give you advice on the more practical things you face, like how to make the most of spring break. That insider is Jill Renslow, Chief Business Development and Marketing Officer for the Mall of America. MOA is in Bloomington, Minnesota, and is one of the biggest retail and entertainment complexes in the United States. She's here to discuss the case file I call, Spring Me Out of Here. Jill, spring break is incredibly important to destinations all over the world. What are some of the biggest pitfalls you see with people? I would have to say the biggest pitfall is not planning ahead. You know, a lot of us um, might not enjoy planning vacations. So I think that's one key factor, but we get stressed because there's a lot of decisions to be made and just locking down a decision sometimes gives people anxiety. And with spring break, sometimes you're managing a lot of different schedules. You might have kids that are in grade school and high school that have different timeframes for spring break. Plus you're balancing when you're going to take off of work. You're looking at budgets, you're looking at different destinations and just trying to make those decisions. So planning early is what's key to really getting in on the best prices and the most options to consider when you're planning your spring break. So spring break for people, at least in the United States, can be anywhere from early March to late May. So what is the best timeline to get those plans started? When you're looking at the higher destinations, such as you know beach vacations, or if you're looking for skiing, desert, big cities, you're going to want to plan three to six months out. And so it's you know before the end of the year um, of the year prior to really start honing in on what you want to do. But you do have to take that time to research, to take a look at different options, packages, watch the flight um, packages that are out there. And if you're looking for different places of interest. Um, so if you're looking at those bigger destinations, the key is to get out several months in advance. But don't worry, like even if you get closer to the time frame, there's a lot of different options. And sometimes you'll forget to look close to home. You know, sometimes you can have those day trips or even weekend long um, breaks where there's great options that are close in your region or even those drive markets where you're just going for um, a few days. And sometimes those are even better because you get a chance to relax and have fun. Because a lot of us have busy schedules and sometimes we have to come back from vacation and rest. Whereas taking that time to relax with the family and just having some time to play um, is important for families to just be healthy together. Yeah, just being connected is so important. You have served on the board of the U.S. Travel Association National Council of Attractions and Experiences. What trends are you seeing lately? I mean, the key is to recognize there's 50 million kids from kindergarten to high school that are off during this time frame. And so there are a lot of families looking for opportunities for their their family to get away and have a little fun. And so looking at all those different options from U.S. travel, they're working with a lot of the OTAs, which are considered the online travel agents. Those are the different packages. A lot of times we're looking to do some research, whether that's Orbitz or Expedia, VRBO. Um, there's a lot of resources that are at our fingertips for consumers to do our own research. So to be able to tap into those packages, those bundles early on to see what's out there, um, consumers are able to plan their trips on their own and to be able to find the resources that make it very easy to plan in advance. I want to ask you this question because you're an expert in this area and have traveled so extensively. 
Is there a difference or do you recommend one over the other when it comes to hotels? Call the hotel directly or go online and maybe look for one of those packages because you may end up going through, you know, an Orbitz or an Expedia. And I've had kind of iffy, iffy luck with that. I think it depends. If you're traveling for business, I'm going to go directly to the hotel because typically I just need to have my flight and my hotel and I just have that set. I'm going for leisure. A lot of times I will look at more of the OTAs, these online travel agents that allow us to create these different packages and bundles. And honestly, I'm exposed to a lot of different options through those different channels that I might not have been aware of in the first place. So it opens up your eyes to opportunities um, that your family can consider, especially for those excursions and different um, activities or places of interest that might be on your hit list and might not be. And that way you can create your list and develop a package that hopefully you can save money by bundling. Yeah, I want to get into money in a second, but are staycations still a thing? That was kind of a a big buzzword a few years ago, but do people still do that? Staycations are definitely a thing. And the key is that there are so many treasures that are close to home that a lot of times we don't do unless we're entertaining family and friends that come to visit us. And so when you can take a look at museums, sporting events, malls, of course, are a great option, Um, but there's great options close to home. And staycations are literally, whether you stay at home or even getting a reservation at a hotel that's close by, so you still get out of your house, you get a chance to escape, you get to do fun things, but a lot of times it's much more affordable and it gives families a chance to explore those things that are right in their backyard. Jill, what are some of your favorite travel hacks for saving money? Deals that we might not even know how to look for. Oh, my goodness. Um, I would say it's just find those best practices with my colleagues. We always look at different things um, in different markets that we all enjoy. Um, It's sharing those best practices. And honestly, as I travel to different destinations for work, I will keep a list in my phone of different places that I've enjoy dining at or visiting or making a list of things that I want to come back and experience with my family. So you kind of get those pro tips while you are there, maybe for business and coming back for leisure. And that's actually, there's a big trend called leisure travel, where you're combining the business and the leisure together. So you might have one spouse that is traveling specifically for business purposes, but the other um, wife or husband or partner is coming along. Maybe the kids are coming as well and they get a chance to play while the other one's working. And then you extend that stay throughout the weekend or through the week. So definitely a trend we're seeing and it picked up during COVID because we all found that we could do things remotely and being able to play while you're working um, was kind of the best of both worlds. Well, Jill, I'm usually a late adopter to things, but I'm happy to find out now that I've been doing leisure for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is great. All right. I do want to give some love to the Mall of America because it is such a huge thing. It doesn't matter where in the world you live. You've heard of the Mall of America in Minnesota. Four out of every 10 visitors to the mall are tourists. They don't live in the state of Minnesota. So you're seeing a lot of internationals, people from all parts of the country in the United States there. What are some of the things that these tourists like to do when they come to the Mall of America? Yeah, since we opened 31 years ago, Mall of America has been a destination for both our local visitors as well as our tourists. And when we define tourists, it's anybody outside the state of Minnesota. So we welcome so many people from across the country and around the globe to come to Minnesota. And honestly, one of the biggest driving factors is the fact that Minnesota does not have sales tax on clothing and shoes. 
So you see a lot of folks coming because they can save money when they shop here. But the beauty is that we're not just a mall. There's definitely things to do from a dining, entertainment, attraction perspective, and obviously hospitality. Having two connected hotels has been a game changer for us because as we love here in Minnesota, in the winter, it gets a little cold. So it's nice to be able to be inside and to be able to have that connected experience and being very closely located to the international airport. But travelers are looking for that unique experience. We definitely can deliver that to guests of all ages. And we enjoy celebrating with our fans throughout the years. And spring break is one of our top three peak timeframes. It's spring break, summer, and holiday season. And so we really lean into those six to eight weeks of spring break that the drive market especially comes to Mall of America to have a great family vacation. And it's an easy place for leisure. I mean, this is now <laughs> my new favorite word. Okay. So you gave us some pitfalls about waiting too long to plan. What are some other pitfalls for spring breakers? You know, they're excited. Maybe they just didn't either get, you know, obviously get to the airport on time. That's if you're flying, that's step number one. Mm-hmm. But what are some other pitfalls? Because you're such a savvy traveler yourself. I think it's, you know, planning your logistics. Logistics are important. You talked about airport, you know, making sure you're Plates are on time, planning in advance, just being organized so that you have all of your notes together, you're checking in, you're making sure you have all the documentation needed, especially when you're flying. Um, a lot of times when you're flying with kids, they might need passports, they might need other documentation, making sure that's all planned in advance, um, making sure that you're accommodating everybody in your family. A lot of times there's multi-generations that are traveling together. So to make sure you're asking all your family members family members what they want to do so that you can accommodate and everybody walks away with an enjoyable experience. Um, so I think there's you know a lot of things that you can control in the front end so that when you complete your spring break vacation or vacation any time of the year, that you're walking away with great memories that your family can enjoy. Because trust me, now having um, a child in high school and in college, it's a lot harder because they don't have the alignment of their spring breaks. But when we get a chance to escape as a family, those times of play and fun really are so valuable and we cherish it for years. Hopefully that could just mean two spring breaks for you and your husband. <laughs> well, I mean, and I've also heard sometimes parents split up and they'll have, you know, one will go with each other. And those are really special moments as well when you can just have the one-on-one time with your children um, and be able to bring that back and share it together and, and take turns. But be creative and find ways that you can get away because we all need that to stay healthy and have fun and just, you know, feed the soul, feed the heart. And that in itself is a great tip because let's say you and your son do a vacation, you might be able to find some better deals for two travelers versus four, you know, all of those kinds of things. So they all play out. Well, before we let you go, what has been one of your top destinations? We, you know, we'll give you that you love the Mall of America, but anywhere in the world, what is a place that you recommend all of us go to before uh, our travel days end? Oh my goodness. Um, I honestly... One, I would say one that surprised me the most was going to the Black Hills with my family. It was one of those vacations that was on our bucket list that it was kind of like, we got to check it off. We got to go because every, every family goes as their kids are growing up. And it was a very much um, a surprise and delight for us as a family. One of our favorites that we look back on and we've traveled um, across the country for different um, family vacations, whether that be Florida or Arizona or East Coast, um, and just being allowed something close to home that you really cherish and appreciate the beauty of our country um, and be able to have that family road trip. Um, there's so many memories that come along with that. So I would say that's one that I've cherished for years. 
That's a great tip. So I have never been to the Black Hills of South Dakota. I worked uh, in North Dakota for a while when I was in TV news, but never got out to the Black Hills. It's such a historic place for anyone Mm -hmm. who lives in the United States, uh, but also just the beauty of nature. So thanks for that tip. I was not expecting that at all. Uh, And we really appreciate your insight. Jill Renslow leads the team at Mall of America, and they are always, of course, willing to help you reach out to them if you do want to do some kind of trip or travel or business or leisure at the Mall of America. Uh, We really appreciate you taking the stress out of spring break planning, Jill. Thank you, Roshini. It's been a pleasure. Today's crisis brief is brought to you by Huntington. Number one, plan early. With more people traveling, planes and hotels fill up quickly. Number two, The destination marketing organization for the location you want to experience can be a great resource for places to stay, as well as things to do that might not even be on your radar. Number three, consider online travel agents, OTAs. They can be a good resource online to find package deals. Sometimes reaching your goals takes more than money. It takes know-how. That's why money's just the start of what Huntington can do. Get more than money from your bank. See how at Huntington.com slash get more. Thank you to podcast producer Kim Inslee and audio engineer Tom Hamilton. Please rate and review The Crisis Files on your platform of choice. Catch up on all case files at thecrisisfiles.com. Follow us on YouTube and Instagram at The Crisis Files. We do not provide legal, financial, medical, or PR advice for particular situations, but strongly recommend you seek out professionals for your particular need. I'm Rashini Rajkumar. Join me next time on The Crisis Files.